That's on the That's Rather Cavalier podcast. Before we get to it, make sure you follow us wherever you get your audio podcast. Just search FFSN, That's Rather Cavalier. Give us a five-star rating on Apple and Spotify. Also, check out our cast shorts on the Noidals YouTube channel. Now let's get to it. That's rather Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers podcast on Fans First Sports Network. Rocking in the building with my boy Tate Boy Fresh. Man, it's been a minute, bro. We doing the thing out there in podcast land for sure, for sure, on Fans First Sports Network. But I got to get home and cover home base. So I'm thrilled to be here live with my boy Tate Boy Fresh on Fans First Sports Network. That's rather Cavaliers. Tate Boy Fresh, what's cracking, lacking with you, bro? What's going on? What up, Big G? Yeah, it's been a few days since we've done some, man. Probably close to a week, man. Yeah. But, you know, we're going to ramp it up a little bit more because the season going to be starting in like two, two and a half weeks. Yes, sir. The Cavs play their first preseason game tomorrow down in the ATL. They're going against the Hawks. Yeah. Um, Since we last talked, training camp has begun. Yeah. They had media day last Monday last week ago, yeah, last Monday. So we last did some last Sunday. Last Monday was media day that went well for everybody. Uh, a lot of good information there. You can check out a lot of those, uh, a lot of those uh, presser interviews and stuff with some of the players on YouTube with on the Cleveland Cavalier channel. But uh, also, Jared Allen is injured, yeah. Big time. He has an ankle. He'll be out for at least two weeks. Yeah. That's going to open up some playing time for guys like Damian Jones, Dean Way, other bigs, maybe like Evan Mobley. Play the five, start the five, see how that goes, what kind of rotations you can develop with Evan Mobley at the five. So, you know, a lot of different things, man. But talking about Jared Allen, man. Bleach Report recently recently done an article about a few teams on what trades they can make that can make them better. Yeah. I'm not so sure about this one they did for the Cavs. I'm going to tell you about it, Big G. Yes, sir. The Cleveland Cavaliers trade Jared Allen to the New Orleans Pelicans for Jonas Valanciunas, point guard and defensive-minded point guard, Jose Alvarado, and they get a 2027 first round pick, top five protected. What do you think about that, Big G? If I'm the Cleveland Cavaliers, I make that trade today. Mm. I don't wait. I don't hesitate. I think that Valanciunas is one of the most underrated centers in the NBA. And I think he's that big body that'll clog the lane that's got a jump shot. He shoots 17 foot, sometimes out the three-point line. Yeah, he would he would spread the floor better than Jared Allen. Yeah. And then you get you get Mighty Mouse at point guard, mouse in the house, point guard running all over the place, still in the ball, which takes pressure off of our backcourt. 
And now you could possibly play a small ball lineup with him at point, Garland at two, and Mitchell at three, and just try to just get out and run on a particular NBA team. Because we're going to see that in Golden State. You're going to see a small ball lineup like you've never seen before in the NBA. So I like the trade. If I was the Cavs, I'd pull it off today. That's just my reaction, Tate. What, what are you thinking about the trade? Man, I, I, I see your perspective on it. I mean, that first, first round pick at 27 makes it interesting because the Cavs will be recouping some assets that they lost in the Donovan Mitchell trade. Facts. Um, Jared Allen is the anchor of the of the Cavs defense. Uh I mean, but you know, I'm a big proponent of just shaking things up, right? That's me. Yeah, yeah. So I really feel like I might would go ahead and do it also, Big G, just to shake things up. Not saying it's gonna make them better, but it's gonna make them different. Yeah. And we know what the Cavs had last year against the New York Knicks. And so something different wouldn't be bad. Maybe Jared Allen comes back stronger, uh, more ready to be more physical and stuff like that. He did allude to that in, in, in his press conference at Media Day mm. that he was going to try and just play with more physicality and play a stronger game, you know. But, yeah, and he, he cut his afro down a little bit too. I was happy to see that. That thing was getting really, really big. He has a controlled afro now. At least he did at Media Day. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but you know, this is the, the also the reason I'm thinking about that trade. Because I like the the matchup with Valanchunas on Zingas Pingas, Christoph Porzingis for the Boston Celtics, and on Brooks Lopez for the Milwaukee Bucks. Because as it currently stands, the Milwaukee Bucks and the Boston Celtics are one two in the East. Cleveland's fighting to get there. So I would much rather have a guy that's gonna make you play. Defense, because he can score, versus a guy that's just going to try to play defense on you and might get bodied around with Zingas Pingas and or um, um, uh, Brooks Lopez. So I like Valanciunas, you know. And then yeah, I, I like the I like the lineup for the point guard to be able to come in and give Dame fits because you know Dame don't like little fast guys chasing him around. He likes to be the little fast guy. And that and that Alvarado is a pest. I give him that. Yeah. But the thing is, uh, the Cavs are pleased so far in camp with the play of Ty Jerome. You know, yeah. as it stands right now, Ty Jerome is the he's really the fourth guard behind Garland, Mitchell, Karis Levert. Then it's him. It yeah. would be Rubio. We know we all know Rubio's taking some time off to deal with his mental health. I believe he's back home in Spain. Yeah. But uh they're pleased with Ty Jerome. Ty Jerome says he has a lot. He has a lot that that he hasn't really unveiled yet, just because of playing time and situations. He was a a backup point guard, the second point guard, I believe. Originally, I can't remember what team he first played for, but then he played for the Golden State Warriors. He got minimum time there, and they asked him why he got minimum time. He said because I was playing behind Steph Curry and Jordan Poole. Facts. Which makes sense. I mean, Ty Jerome led the Virginia Cavaliers to a to a national championship, yeah. I believe, back in 2019 or something like that, somewhere around there. Yeah, starting point. Yeah, starting, I mean, so I like him as a solid backup. He gives you a little more size, 6'5". Yeah. He gives you better shooting. 
He's a better shooter than Rubio. Uh, and probably probably Avarello too. Um, so yeah, I like to see how that goes first. Maybe at the trade deadline, if something's available or something like that, you make a trade for Jared Allen. I like Valentunas. I like what you're saying about making Porzingis and and uh Lopez for Milwaukee play defense. Yeah. I like the thought of that because he can shoot, he can step out. He's great around the basket with either hand. His offensive game is definitely quite a bit more polished than Jared Allen's, but Jared Allen's defensive game is better. But like I said, it's trade deadline. See how we're doing. See if we want to shake some things up then. Right now, I like the roster we rolling in the camp with. Mm. Okay. Got you. Tate, what you got next on the hill, man? Going on for the next question with the Cavs. Hey, man. So the Cavs, the Cavs' big thing this offseason, outside of their additions with of, of Max Struess and George Niang and Ty Jerome and Damian Jones, they want to play at a faster pace. J.B. Bickerstaff said they want to be more dynamic. Mm. He's already said the starting lineup is going to be Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, Max Struess at the three, Donovan Mitchell, and Darius Garland. Mm. Got you. So, in order to pick up pace, you got Max Struess is going to open the floor up. Yeah. That's going to make more driving lanes for the other players. Yeah. You're going to have, uh, like I said, with Max Struess shooting, you have Evan Mobley, who another year another year of development should take another leap this year. They want him to – they want his shooting to improve. He shot 25% from three last year. I think they want to see if he can get that, get that up around 34, 35%. Mm. And they want him to be a hub of the offense from the high post. And they also want Evan Mobley. They also want Evan Mobley to uh, push the ball off of, off of defensive rebounds. Okay. Get the ball and go, Evan. Yeah. Kind of like you were seeing a lot in the playoffs with Bam out of bio. Yeah. They want Evan to develop that into his game. Rebound and go. Yeah. So that 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 uptick in pace. Yeah. That additional shooting that's gonna be on the court to space the floor. Evan Mobley's ability to hopefully shoot better this year from distance. And Jared Allen playing in the dunker spot and getting some some low post touches on the block. The Cavs just want to be more dynamic offensively. Mm. Okay, so this is the only flaw with that, and I I believe in Bickerstaff as far as early on, as far as coaching to his strengths for the Cavs. My only flaw that I have with the Cavs is, and I've been saying this all along, who is going to rebound the basketball and play the tough, hard-nosed minutes at the forward positions for the Cleveland Cavaliers? Because I don't know if we got that guy. And that's that's what I'm worried about. Because teams that run up and down the floor, think about the Golden State Warriors. Draymond Green is the tough guy. He does all the dirty work, all the stuff that nobody else wants to do. And it works. So we're going to model our game as far as up and down the floor, up and down the floor, up and down the floor. Who do you have playing that position for the Cavaliers and being the bully on the block to help the Cavs get the wins 
to deep rebound the ball, outlet and go. Who you got as being that guy? Well, Max Struess is a good rebounder for his size. I think they're expecting an uptick both from Evan Mobley and Jared Allen. I mean, Evan Mobley did put on like seven pounds of muscle this offseason. Uh, he hired he hired nutritionists and a cook. Uh, he got a gym at his house now so he can work out around the clock whenever he wants to. So, yeah, I'm definitely expecting expecting some, some big leaps in development for Evan Mobley. And Jared Allen just knows his mindset has to be tougher. Yeah. So I think that's I think that's where we get it from out the starting lineup. I mean, you start talking about bench, you start talking about guys like Isaac Okoro, which we got some about him in just a second. Um, Dean Wade, perhaps Dean Wade can he averaged like five rebounds a year last year. I mean, he can he he can he can add, add additional rebounding to the for the team. So I mean, I think they that toughness that toughness component you talk about though. We signed Trish, Tristan Thompson. Now, yeah. granted, he's not going to play a lot, yeah. but he's there to tell them guys what's going on and how to be. Yeah, yeah. And I, that that's why I think that – and I love the Tristan Thompson signing, by the way. I know I know we talked about it before on That's Rather Cavaliers podcast. But I think that you just got to have – you have to be mentally tough to win in the NBA. You know, it's a lot of flash. It's a lot of three points. It's a lot of shooting. It's a lot of running up and down the floor. But we know – just from our experience of watching this game, that when it, the crunch time's on, you got to be tough. And that's where I need to see the Cavs improve. I need toughness out of the Cavaliers moving into this season. Not effort, not energy, not that athletic ability, but toughness. Yeah, I would I would, I would, concur. That, that's what we're looking for, right? Yeah. That's facts. definitely what we're looking for. I mean, everybody just got to. Got to come in with a chip on their shoulder and be a little tougher than they was last year. And if everybody comes in a little tougher, then the collective is overall tougher, right? Facts. And I think I think Tristan Thompson is there pushing that narrative, pushing that mindset, and those type of things. You got assistant coaches like Luke Walton. Luke Walton's still there. He I mean he yeah. was he was kind of a tough player. You yeah. know what I mean? Luke didn't really back down from anybody. Nope. When he played, so I mean I think. I think it's potentially in the building. I wouldn't be mad if they signed somebody like Relly and I was talking on here, man. I wouldn't be mad if they signed Demarcus Cousins. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he on the street. He can stretch the floor. He can shoot. He can play big. Yeah. I mean, you know, a little slow dip defensively, but as long as you pairing him with Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, you're gonna be all right. Facts. He's a free agent. I think he's like 32 years old, maybe 33. Yeah. But he'd just be like a, a, a end of the bench option with Tristan Thompson. Yeah. I like the potential fit of that, though. Yeah. I love Wiley old veterans, bro. Anytime you can bring a Wiley old veteran into a young team that's energetic, that really doesn't know the way, always helps. And so if you, if you pair DeMarcus Cousins with Tristan Thompson, I think that could be a good fit for the Cavs down the bench and get their mindset and mentality ready for what's going to be going on for a grueling NBA schedule. This 82 games is going to be no joke this year. Hey, so listen, check this out. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to go out for 10 and pause on That's Rather Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers podcast on Fans First Sports Network, sitting around with me and Tate Boy Fresh. We're going to pause for 10.
And we're back with That's Rather Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers podcast. Tape Boy Fresh in the building, rocking out on Fans First Sports Network. Make sure you're listening out there on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Google, because you can check us all on all those networks across the board. For this listening, for your pleasure, for That's Cavaliers team that we're talking about for the 2023-2024 NBA season. Tape Boy Fresh, what you got, dog? So, Big G, in closing, man, we ain't, we ain't going to be too long-winded, man. But uh, Bernie also has another offensive idea. I'm, I'm curious to see how this one works. Gotcha. He wants to get Isaac Okoro contributing more offensively. Ooh. I think, he, I think, I think Okoro's ice has been working on his game. Since last offseason, I think he has a better handle now. I don't know how shot gonna be. We all care to see how shot gonna be. But I think he has a better handle. So I think he can catch the ball off a, of, you know, off a of curl, off a of pin down or something like that. And not shoot, but attack the basket immediately. Attack okay. closeout. Okay. Now they might not close or close out on him if he's not making shots, but his handle is better. They tried his rookie year at summer league to put him in point guard. See how he fared there. They kind of, then you know, they kind of backed off that then because they traded for Karis LeVert. They traded for Donovan Mitchell. So yeah. they need the ball in Isaac's hand as much. But I think they want him to attack the basket, attack closeouts, and knock down open threes this year. So they want him to be a contributor on the offensive end. Yeah. Tate. Coming off the bench. Yeah, I got a question, man. And maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm not seeing this right. But I think that Isaac Okoro could be a P.J. Tucker guy for the Cavaliers team. I think that he can get in a spot, especially on those baseline in the corners, and that's where you're going to shoot at. And the rest of the time, you're 3 and D in it, hustling, playing strength on strength with defense. But I think he can take his game to that next level like a P.J. Tucker. Tate, what do you think about a Coral filling in that role for the Cavs and possibly elevating his game to that level? Uh Okoro is a is a great on ball defender. PJ Tucker is a great all around defender. Facts. I mean, PJ Tucker can go down low and bang with Giannis. Yeah. Ice not doing that. Yeah. Ice playing on the perimeter. I mean, from a physique standpoint and the way he's built and cut up he looked like that tough guy right yeah facts i mean but i pj tucker got a mean streak in him yeah i don't know that the coral has any not that he can't be the team's best defender and you know be a shutdown defender i'm just saying that mentality pj tucker has that he brings to the court that he plays with on a night-to-night basis you know what i mean i mean the best players in every team he play for they they respect P.J. Tucker. Facts. Not that Isaac don't get respect, but they don't look to him like, you know, P.J. Tucker get looked to by Embiid when he was with Jimmy Butler or Giannis. Yeah. Wherever he was at, them guys got put a lot of respect on P.J. Tucker's name, man. Yeah. So I yeah. think Isaac can be a, a number one perimeter defender. I don't know that he's in the league of P.J. Tucker or can be just from a mentality standpoint. Yeah. Yeah, I just would like to see him elevate his game. Maybe, like you said, not at that range of a P.J. Tucker. But listen, 
We need, like we're going to emphasize on this show, tough, plus, plus, tough, plus, tough. Plus, Okora's going to get to play a lot more, too, this year. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, with, 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 with uh, Struess and Niang yeah. coming to, to play the three. Yeah. Niang's on four. Okora's going to get to come in and play. You're probably going to see backcourts with him and Karis Laverde in there with, like, Niang or Struess at the three and the four to put shooting around, around all around Okoro. So he can, so like I say, he can attack, close out, attack the basket, and yeah. be that best defender on the court. Yeah, I could, I could see that lineup actually happening for sure, for sure. But Tate, I just need, like I said, the emphasis of this is tough, 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 tough. That's what we need going on in the Cavs. Yeah. So the team needs to press up and get tougher and develop roles because right now we really just don't know. We know, but we don't. We want to see this team mature and to the players that we know they could be. We know that Mobley can change. We know that uh, that uh, Garland can change. We pretty much know what Mitchell's got. Maybe Jared Allen can change. But the rest of the guys got to come along when and you, build when the you, calves. When you say change, you, you mean you mean take a leap. Make, make the yeah. battle, right? Okay. Make the jump, make the leap, and change. Right. Move into move – into, a team that should be a top three team in the Eastern Conference this year for sure, for sure. Hey, so Tate, as we close out, man, you got any party shots or anything you want to give the fans before we get up out of here? It's hard to really tell, Big G, but let's, let me ask you, what you looking for tomorrow night from the Cavs' first preseason game against the Atlanta Hawks? Down, look, down, down in the A. Yeah, I look for the Cavs to, to get off to a fast start. That's the number one thing I'm looking for. I need them to get it a fast start. And I would like to see how some of those rotational guys can possibly play themselves into the lineup for the cast. And the player that I've been excited about forever is Imani Bates. I want to see what Imani Bates actually looks like against NBA talent. Not preseason. He did well in the preseason. Summer league. This is preseason. Summer league. I want to see what Imani Bates does. And can he actually be a guy that we're like, wait a minute, man. We can get seven to ten points out of this kid off the bench. I don't care if he's not strong enough. I don't care if he's not big enough. We need a score. So I'm looking to see Monty Bates, but I want to see that starting unit, those guys that are out there. Get in, get your minutes, and execute against the Hawks. So then that way we know, hey, we're ready to go. We don't need all these games to rev up and warm up. Where's time to go? That's what I'm looking for the most, Tate. How about you? Yeah, some similar. Start fast because the stars won't be playing long. Yeah. Go ahead, start fast. Get 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 your wreck in because they come out at that probably eight nine minute mark of the first quarter. They probably won't play too much more. Facts. Um, we're looking at to start the game. We're looking at probably one of the the, the best couple backcourt duels in the East when you got Garland and Mitchell going against Trey Young and. And Deontay Murray, yep, for Atlanta. You got Evan Mobley and Clint Capella. I mean, so you got some matchups. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but like I said, for the first quarter, <laughs> after that, we're gonna be looking at what, well, as you say, Big G, the beach, the beach the B- players, the B E E N C H H, the beach is gonna be <laughs> out there for the Cavs, and that's where my boy Imani Bates might come to shine. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm ready. Man. The Hawks too, but yeah, you still can see some people you want to see. You can see uh probably Isaac Okoro get a lot of clock. Facts. 
probably Dean Wade and Ty Jerome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jared Allen's replacement, uh, Damian Jones. Yeah, the backup center they signed this offseason. Yeah, so we can see some people that will be part of the rotation going down the line that we that you'll get value still on watching. Yeah, facts. I mean, if you're out there and you're rocking with the Cavs, you got to watch. There ain't no ifs, ands, buts about it. Every game is critical this year, you know, including the preseason. You know, and the game, the game will be on Bally Sports Ohio. So, yeah. you know, for all you streamers, I mean, if you live in Cleveland, like you live in Ohio, I guess you may get it. Yeah, I'm down here in the Washington D.C. land, so I'll be trying to stream to see what I can see, so we can report back later this week with a. Another podcast. Facts. The the second game is Thursday. So maybe we'll try and do something Friday night and just, you know, come back on Big G, talk about what we saw in both games, and then go from there. Sounds like a plan. Hey, so listen, thank you guys for rocking out with me and Tate Boy Fresh on That's Rather Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers podcast. Tate, any parting shots or anything out the door? Hey man, I'm gonna I'm 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 gonna I'm take your line, man. Let's go, Cavs. Let's go, Cavs. Let's go, Cavs. Peace.